This is Wisdom from the Wardrobe, brought to you by Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Hello, and you're listening to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with Michael Bruce Image Consulting, your weekly dose of style fun. We take the subject of style very seriously, but not ourselves. So let's introduce you to the team as always. First up, we have the sensational Sassy Stacy. Hey, everybody. That was very demure. I know. It'll get, <laughs> it'll get body. Oh, good. That's what we need, some body. <laughs> and next up, we have the beautiful beguiling Beck. Okay, since Bruce isn't here, I'm going to pull a hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Perfect. Somebody has to, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I am for Monday's Lady P. That's right. right on, Lady P. Uh-huh. She is the grown-up of the group uh, who, who she knows all this stuff. Like, we add, as we like to say, Beck adds some color commentary. Bruce adds an occasional, I don't know. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. And I speak for the people. But, you know, Pamela is the one uh, that really puts all of this together. So I'm just going to go ahead and take a second to uh, to let listeners know that she's she does a lot of work on this show. So she's the grown up. That's what I said. Like, she's the grown up and she she wrangles the cats and she does it with grace and a smile. So just like true royalty. Oh, well, thank you. You're making me blush. I'm now. <laughs> well, good, good, good. Uh, so what are we, uh, well, before we talk about what we're talking about, is mm-hmm. there color commentary that you need to share? Uh, well, there is, although I'm, I'm going with a different in the news story that I think is kind of cool because it's totally down my alley. There is a new TV show that's coming up that is called Upcycle Nation. I said that weird, Upcycle Nation. I don't know why I said it so bizarrely. Basically, (laughs) it is a new fashion competition that um, all the contestants have to use. They're basically given a bag of old clothes that they have to turn into new things. And so it's not like, oh, here's a shirt and a skirt. I'm going to sew it together and make a dress out of it. It's it's supposed to be more... you know, they're supposed to be making more bespoke clothing out of this used fabric, which you know that I love to shop thrift. And part of the reason I love it is because you're finding stuff that you're not going to see on 18 people, you know, not to knock anybody, but there's certain sales that everyone buys the same pieces. And then you see 15 people at the mall wearing the same shirt. So I like this because you're using a, you're using old fabric. So it's not ending up in a landfill somewhere. And B, you're coming up with totally unique pieces that no one's ever going to be, you know, you're never going to have to worry about showing up to an event in the same outfit as somebody else. So I now just Beck, think are they, are they having to completely deconstruct the, the item or is, has the material already been kind of deconstructed? That I don't know. And I apologize. I have not actually watched the show yet. I just read about it yesterday, so I haven't had a chance. It's actually going to be on Fuse TV. Um, mm. But I think it's kind of neat because you know, some of the people, um, it just premiered for the first time on the second. So it's only been out for a week. So I've not been able to dig deep yet and find anything. So I, my understanding is that they're just given old clothes. They have to deconstruct it and turn it into something else. Oh, that's exciting. That's cool. So it can be anything from like, oh, I like the cuff on this to, I like the bedazzled uh, pockets and I'm now going to use it for something else and buttons. Yeah. And and one guy specifically said, you know, I really, I'm drawn toward the natural fibers because I like the texture of them. So he went through his bag of stuff and pulled out all the natural fibers and that's what he made his outfit out of. So 
um, oh, yeah, so it. kind of a neat idea. It's, you know, it's, you know, we love thrift, we love consignment, but this is also kind of taking it to the next level. So, which I can appreciate because there are times where I'm looking for something and I'm like, if only I was a designer and I could just make it. Yeah, but so, you have done that, Beck, though. You've taken a couple of pieces and merged them together. I mean, you've taken yeah, them to a seamstress and, and done that. So, I mean, you you have the, the skill set to kind of visualize that, but obviously take it to somebody and have them do it. I think that's Yeah, cool. that's true. I guess that's a good point. And I do have a sewing machine. So in theory, I could you know, crack it out and do more than, you know, I'm a pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that you're hemming your own pants, you get big kudos for me. I know, right? I can't sew for toffee. My mother was a great seamstress. She could make ball gowns. She could make all sorts. I, I go in my closet and I get my stitch witchery if I need to do something in a hurry <laughs> because I cannot sew. I cannot either. By the way, uh, I wanted to follow up on one of Beck's stories from a while ago. She was talking about... The surgery that a lot of men are electing oh, to have. Oh, the leg lengthening thing? Yes. And I wanted you to know that it was actually parodied on SNL <laughs> with uh, a faux ad that uh, Jack Harlow did, and they were for Jenko jeans. And these <laughs> jeans that instead of adding extra denim to make them baggier, you add the extra denim for length. And it... You know, what's supposed to be an ad for Jenko jeans really turns into, wait, did you have that surgery? Is this the transition that you were raising money for? Like, that's not okay. This is not what that is. And this whole thing. And then he he talked about, like, you know, my leg is made of, like, paper mache and eggshells and whatever. And then he insulted the girl and she kicked him in the leg and it crumbled in on itself. And it was very funny. So SNL, <laughs> right? But I was like, "Oh, look at Beck. She's like hip with I'm the a trend, scene. I'm a trendsetter. What can I say? You are. So <laughs> we always, we you. knew that anyway. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So there you go. Um, Thanks also, for keeping me current. Okay, sorry. Going to also speak of something else that we addressed a couple shows ago um, when we were talking about packing. Yes, we were talking about packing for Europe. However, I just returned from a little adventure, and I have to tell you that when I was at the airport looking at the long line of people that had to check in and check their bags. I smugly walked right by the long line with my little carry-on, just went straight through security and onto my plane. So um, I just have to say, you know, if you listen to us, think about packing light when you travel because it saves you a lot of time at the airport. So. Well, that is a really great segue, Beck, because the next question Stacey's going to ask me is what we're talking about this week. Hey, yes. <laughs> Lady P, what are we talking about this week? Honey, you should ask Stacey. Um, well, Bruce isn't here this week because he is off traveling. He's off. I think he's playing golf somewhere. I'm not sure where, but he's somewhere warmer, I think. Um, but we have all, um, the entire team has spent the last few weeks in various locations traveling. Um, Beck just alluded to the fact that she went somewhere not in Europe. She can tell us where she went in a minute. Stacy, you've been on your travels. Where have you been? I went to Italy. Wonderful. And I was in Europe. I went to London, Barcelona and Gloucester. Um, so I thought what we good to do is, as um, Beck talked about there, we, we talked about packing a number of weeks ago, and that was kind of a prelude to the fact that we were all traveling. Beck was off on her travels, um, as was Stacey and I. So I thought we could kind of do a recap and talk about what things worked for us, 
what things we wish we could have done differently or some other takeaways that we we found for ourselves when we packed for these trips that we went on and hopefully we can impart some of that wisdom on our listeners if anybody's looking to travel for the holidays or they just want to escape and go somewhere fun um so that's today's show i love that and Mm -hmm. i i i have lots of things to commentary and things well let's start start with you then stacy so let's the first question so obviously you had your little list that you were writing from the things that we talked about on the last show and you said there was some takeaways that you had what was the what was one of the things that you picked up from that show that you took and actually worked for you or didn't work so first thing is i went out and i got a little umbrella which I basically did what uh, Murphy's Law would suggest, and that is since I brought it and took the time to pack it, I didn't need it. However, I was very glad to have it. Um, And I kept it. I have a drawer where I keep all of my travel things, and so now I have it in with my travel stuff. Um, The packing cubes. I have the same thing, Stacey. I have all my little things. Right? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The packing cubes, huge, especially if you want to come back with stuff. And I even bought a collapsible duffel that I was able to, uh, my husband and I were going to be, when we were coming home, we landed in Atlanta. He headed to New York for a week and then I was heading home. And so I gave him the cruddy duffel and was like, here. And I then had extra room for the things that I purchased. And had I not had the packing cubes, I don't think I would have had the room to bring back all the goodies that I brought back. So that was another takeaway. Uh, no matter how much you think that you have worn in your shoes, you will, in fact, get blisters when you're walking as much as you do. So therefore, I uh, was glad that I brought socks and uh, plenty of Band-Aids. And I wish that I brought a pair of jeans. So my trip, I was kind of going two directions. Uh one wandering around doing the tourist thing, and then the other was uh, going to be going for a hike to, to forage for truffles and uh, harvesting olives. And I mean, in the most bougie way, like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yes, we did totally, you know, rake the trees for the olives and do all of that and spend some time doing that. However, they literally do it with what looks like sand toys because they don't want to hurt the olive leaves. And so it was all very like, I felt like I was combing its hair. Uh, (laughs) And so, you know, so needed kind of like, not workout wear, but kind of like workout wear, right? Athleisure type stuff. And so the one thing that I didn't bring was a pair of jeans. And I regret that because it ended up being very, very warm. And some of the things that I brought, as we know, I overheat easily, were too warm. Now, that said, I am glad that I dressed for the weather and not for the or for uh, the season and not necessarily for the weather because everyone in Italy was wearing like a puffer coat and it was like, 75 79 degrees out (laughs) and you know i didn't feel so ticky tacky tourist uh i felt comfortable and i had a scarf that i could use if i got chilly but then i could throw it on my handbag and you know for a pop of color and it layering was key so so can i ask why you didn't take a pair of jeans with you what was the thought process behind that okay because i was like 
I know. I'm going to bring. So I'm obsessed with these wide leg pants. And mm-hmm. I found a pair of, they look like dark denim, but they were lighter weight. And they were really more of a pair of slacks than a pair of jeans. And I was like, oh, this will do the same thing that dark denim, a pair of jeans will do. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't. Because and they were too light, the fabric? Like, were you cold? No, I was... Was I cold? Oh, you were hot. <laughs> we're okay, talking to well, Stacey. She's never cold. I know, but <laughs> no, she was no. saying they're thinner than denim. So if you had thick denim, you would have been even warmer. It, so was that's just, why I'm... it was just that they, like, pretty much every pair of pants that I had was that same style. And so it would oh, have I been see. nice to have something to kind of mix it up a little bit. I felt yeah. like I was wearing a variation on the same theme every day. Uh, oh, and okay. so, you know, and it would have just been nice for some of the days that, you know, we're wandering around and I had a few great coats and layers and things and it just would have mixed it up a little for me. But I did get a lot of compliments on several of my outfits and people were like, how many bags did you pack? And I was like, just one. Nice. So that's telling. You are kind of the queen of like mixing color and and pattern together. You do really, really well. So I'm not surprised by that in the slightest. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's the ultimate compliment when, uh, you know, we were traveling for at least five of the days with uh, five other couples. And, you know, they were like, how many bags did you bring? Like, holy cow, you know, you're mixing this up. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I would pull out a different bag or a different, you know, jacket with the same top. And they were like, man, so, uh, needless to say, I was touting the goods, wears, and services of Michael Bruce Image Consultant. Excellent. <laughs> Round of applause Excellent. for Stacey. But so. you make a good point. I mean, you took kind of, I mean, you know how to pack anyway, but, you know, that kind of mixing and matching before you pack everything in your suitcase. And like, how many variations can I wear with these couple of items, right? So exactly. I'm glad that worked out for you and, and it was noticeable. Then, I mean, that's... I mean, that's the good basis of any good wardrobe, not just about packing. It's about having great pieces that you can effortly mix and match in multiple ways. So, you know, we talk yeah. about this all the time, you know, whenever buying something, and I think you can uh, you, you can kind of put this in with packing as well, is how many different ways can I wear that one piece? So when you shop for something, if you can't come up with three original ways to wear it, it's probably best to walk away. Maybe, you know, put that same thought process into packing. If I can't wear it three original ways, put it back in the closet and find something else. Totally. Totally. Mm -hmm. Let's take a break here. And then when we come back, we can share some more ways that you gals, uh, you know, packed and what worked and what didn't. Sounds good. All right. Keep listening to Wisdom from the Wardrobe. We'll be right back. Do you feel like you're stuck in a style rut? If so, take the first step on your journey and go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. Fill out their simple personal style assessment and schedule a complimentary, no obligation, 20-minute style consultation. Let the experts help you gain some perspective on your style challenges. Hey, welcome back to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with three of the four members of the Michael Bruce Image Consulting team. Bruce is off doing what uh, bosses do. He's playing <laughs> golf. Um, and I hope he's not listening. <laughs> oh, oh, 
ask me if I care. <laughs> Hope you're having fun. Uh, anyway, however, we love it when Bruce goes away because it gives us the opportunity to play. And in this case, we are talking about what we packed, what worked, what we wish we had done differently, what we noticed in our travels when we were playing recently. So mm-hmm. I, I talked before the break about things that I did and didn't do. What about you two? You want to go next, Beck? Well, sure. I did not go to Europe like you two. I went to Hawaii. Um, and so I was there for two weeks. And I would say before I packed, I did know that I was going to have access to laundry. So that does change things a little bit slightly when you know you're going to have a washer and dryer. Um, but what I will say is that I brought a cover up with me that I've had for a long time. And I basically decided I didn't really like it because it had all these little buttons on the front that was kind of fussy. And I thought, you know what? I used to love this, but it's time to move it along. So um, I did find a new one that I liked, but I did not bring them both home with me. I left the one there that I wasn't going to keep. So um, I wasn't just filling up my suitcase with um, things to bring home necessarily. It was, it was that sort of swap out. And, you know, for me, I think I went a little bit simpler. I could have brought, like I was quite torn. I almost brought, I have a great pair of wedge espadrilles that I love, but they take up a lot of room in my suitcase. And so I opted for a flatter sandal for my evenings out that um, just took up less room in my suitcase. And so I don't have any regrets about it. I wasn't going anywhere particularly fancy and Hawaii seems to be a little bit more low key, but um, you know, it's also nice when you're in a place like Hawaii to not have the big check luggage because I could sort of skate right past the line of people waiting to go to the agricultural check. And then, you know, you still have to go through it, but it's only with your carry-on bags. And so it just saved a lot of time being in the lines. Um, And, uh, you know, I also planned it, this is silly, but it actually makes a difference. What's happened to us before is we'll bring tubes of sunscreen and use a little bit out of all of them. And so we end up with all these sort of half-used sunscreens. Well, this time we had a plan. We were only going to kind of work out of two at a time, one at the beach and one at the hotel or at the house or wherever. And we use them up. And as we use them, we could get rid of them. And so rather than having all these sort of half empty things, it was a more methodic strategy of getting rid of things and then just being able to, you know, discard. And by the way, uh, shout out to the reef safe manufacturers of sunscreen for all the zinc and less chemicals that are better for the environment. So anyone, I use, I I use one called all good. If anyone's looking for an excellent zinc sunscreen, I've gone through many of them and a lot of them leaving white and chalky looking and the all good brand, which they sell at PCC and turns out everywhere in Hawaii um, is a really good brand. It blends in really well. So, um, oh, if, good to know, cause I'm always looking for something like that, that, but that doesn't leave you that kind of chalky, yeah, you know, white, yeah. gray feeling, you know, um, awesome. Very yeah. good. That's all I got. All right. Uh, what can I say about my trip? Um, I, I think I did a pretty good job of, of packing for, you know, the, the various destinations that I was going to, we were doing very much touristy things in London. Um, not that I haven't done them before, but one of one of the people that were in my party had never been. So that was very touristy. Um, and then Barcelona was a little bit more sedate. Um, so is that I a think big I, temperature difference, P, from London yeah, to Barcelona? So, yeah, so London um, was probably very similar to here. In fact, it was a little bit milder um, for whatever reason. Normally it's not. Um, but when we landed in Barcelona, it was between 72 and 75 most days, pretty much like where Stacey was in Italy. Um, 
very and again everyone's dressed for the season even though the temperatures were warmer you could definitely wander around in less clothing if you wanted to but no you know the locals weren't so you know as a as a tourist you want to try and blend in so um but yeah um clothing wise i took a few too many tops but i think um that would be because I had, like yourself, Beck, had the opportunity to use a washer and dryer. Um, the apartment we stayed in in Barcelona had had that equipment, as did Gloucester. So having having been able to wash partway through the trip meant that I didn't necessarily need those other tops. And I just felt like, well, you know what, I'll just keep those clean in the bottom of my suitcase and just rotate out the things that I've already worn as I've got to wash them anyway. So um I did take two pairs of jeans, Stacey. Um, and at one point I was like, I wish I'd taken a different style, but as it turned out with all the different things that were going on, it was actually a good compromise. I didn't go with a skinny jean. I took a, a couple of straight leg jeans that I had kind of a mix where I could make it, you know, I could cuff it with my um, sneakers if I was wandering around or I could put a heel on with it and have it be a little bit more dressy or the pair of boots that I had on. So I think I did pretty well on the balance of clothing. Like I said, just a couple of things that weren't used, but not really very many. Um, having a couple of surprise pieces in in my in my case was kind of fun. I threw in a pair of uh, wide leg um, orange trousers um, in a, a faux leather. That was kind of fun to throw in and mix things up. So it felt like the you know. I still had that little bit of stylish stuff that going on rather than just very kind of simple tops and jeans and whatnot. So that was, that was nice. I've got a great picture of me on the balcony in Barcelona in my orange pants. I'll share that with you guys. And there was Um, so (laughs) many bright colors when I would walk down Mm -hmm. streets in various, you know, in Rome and even in the small towns, you would see Mm -hmm. these clothing shops and lots of suiting in bright, bright colors. Yeah, I, I really want to talk about kind of what we saw um, style wise in just a second, but I'm going to give shout out to Beck on the tip that she gave about the Tide um, little packets. I'd had them in my um, like my to go bag for ages and I've never used them. They came in hand, really handy in Barcelona. Oh, I didn't have to go out and buy um, wash it, you know, um, detergent and whatnot. Even though my daughter speaks fluent Spanish, it was easier just to not have to bug her to go find the right stuff and just be able to have a couple of washes go. So that was good. The other thing that I threw in last minute that I hadn't necessarily thought about in the past was a travel lint roller um, because we were going to my daughter's graduation event. So we had my, you know, my husband had a suit, I had a dress and wool coat. So just wanted to make sure. So the little things that you don't necessarily always think mm-hmm. about, those were great things. I think the one thing that I didn't pack that I wish I had was um, like a, a defuzzing block for my sweaters. I took a couple of sweaters in case I was cold, um, you know, one cashmere and one just regular. And, you know, when you, you've got your bag on and your coat, they tend to rub a little bit. So that's the one thing that I missed. I was a bit frustrated. But at the end of the day, I just went and grabbed a razor out of the bathroom and just kind of <laughs> took the fuzz off that way but um other than that i think my my packing was pretty successful i was underweight and i was able to bring a couple of things home with me so that's nice the other thing is i do love the the little handheld scales that you can Mm -hmm. get with just Mm -hmm. the battery and that's something especially if you're going to europe and you've got to figure out what the weight is like 
having throwing that in your bag so that you know and you're not that person that's in line that's like I'll just take out these shoes or this yeah, they, they will make you take them out they yeah <laughs> you know, they're yeah. not gonna let you go through it so if you're over the I think it's 23 kilos or 50 pounds I think is is mm-hmm. the weight limit on most airlines for Europe so um yeah you don't want to be that person my you know We've all seen it, but anyway. All right, so let's talk about what we saw or didn't see when we were um, out on our travels. Um, Stacey, you want to start or shall I go first? Well, since I already had mentioned something, you go. Oh, okay. All right, so um, we talked about... um, before our trips, kind of footwear, um, kind of things to do or not to do to kind of look a little bit more stylish. What I did notice this time more so than I have in the past is um, the amount of people that were wearing sneakers, um, both in London and in Barcelona. Um, Now in London, admittedly, the places that I went, like I said before, were very much more touristy. So, you know, um, Westminster Abbey, St. Paul's Cathedral, you know, so where you find a big congregation of tourists. So that kind of makes sense that you would see a lot more comfortable footwear there. There was a whole range of different styles. I saw less kind of like athletic ASICs and those kinds of things, but definitely I would say 95% of the people I encountered both, you know, wandering around on the tube and et cetera, were wearing sneakers of some description. Um, that changed a little bit when I went to other areas where there was more, um, more of the workforce, then you definitely saw a shift into more, you know, regular footwear. Um, and Barcelona, the same thing, lots and lots of sneakers, again, probably about 95%. And those sneakers were, there was a lot more individuality to them. There was a lot more choices. And there was a few footwear stores that I saw that had a great big selection of brands that we probably don't see very much here in the US, um, which was nice, colorful, um, retro styles. There was, there was lots there. When I didn't see people in sneakers, there was a big proportion of people wearing chunky boots. And from Big all time. age groups too. Mm-hmm. And also with the wide leg trouser, it's, you know, it's starting to come in here, but it's really, really, I want to say prevalence, probably the wrong word, but there's a huge proportion of people are moving on to that wider leg trouser. And I don't mean like the super wide leg that you need to be worn with heel, but um, definitely a bit, a bit baggier, definitely has that Y2K feel about it. Um, there was definitely lots of cargo pocket pants and, and whatnot mm-hmm. in a straight leg trouser, but it was kind of fun to see something different. And I don't mean to be disparaging here, but what I did not see a lot of was leggings. Um, I did not see a lot of Gucci belts and I did not see a lot of Gucci bags. So there was definitely more individuality in the style mm-hmm. of people wandering around. They were all still looked comfortable and put together, but definitely people were, um, putting their own spin on things mm-hmm. and which was really nice to see mm-hmm. yeah it was cool I saw a lot of as I said puffer jackets uh, mm-hmm. but what was cool is even in random little shops the puffer jackets some of them had a very asymmetrical like wrap kind of a feel that mm-hmm. was really really cool um so I was obsessed with that um and the bright colors you know it's like nobody's afraid of color there so yeah and crop jackets, actually, a lot of crop yes. puffer jackets were there as well. Yes. And um, I saw quite a lot of the kind of shearling um, jackets as well. Um, but yeah, it was it was just fun to see what other people across the globe were wearing. And um, yeah. And well, Beck, you, know, you saw bathing I, suits. 
Well, I have to say, you know, I'm going to end it on this note. Uh, shout out to the older gentleman in the red speedo flaunting his stuff on the beach. God love him. He was comfortable, <laughs> you know. So. And really, isn't personal style about being comfortable? So yep. yeah, totally. Is. There mm-hmm. you go. On that so note, there you go. Thanks again for listening to Wisdom from the Wardrobe and the Michael Bruce Image Consulting team. Remember, if you have questions or want to connect with us, go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. And you can also connect with us on social, Michael Bruce IC. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. See you next time. Bye. Bye. If you like what you're listening to and want to learn more about the team, get some great style inspiration and useful style tips on how to elevate your personal style, you can follow them on Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. That's Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. Thanks for listening.